Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Ellicker Show and you coming along with the ride. And even more than that, being part of the ride, you can write to us at MyNorthwest.com or the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. one 976 one Don't try to read other things, Sherry. And then read the number at the same time. Holy catfish! I got the number wrong. All right, Steve. Sorry. One triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. There we go. Diving in. What's the buzz? You can also uh, write to us, and uh, ooh, more than that, you can actually call. What? We actually have official voicemail now. If you can't remember the number, just go to the Instagram profile and click contact button to leave a voicemail or send an email. Ooh, wow, that's a tease. Mm-hmm. That's a tease, old lady in the house coat with a giant cigarette hanging out of the edge of your mouth. Uh, 206-726-5441. Oh, that's so complicated now. Well, if they go to but, Instagram, it's a one click. Ah, uh, there you go, Sherry. John and Sherry show instagram s-h-a-r-i john and sherry show instagram you get all of it wow, there that's you... tease. okay lady stop who cares but stop no one's teasing you well the trucker convention everybody thought was going to be seven hundred thousand strong and you even you sherry said really 700 truckers have nothing better to do going to go down to the border and hang out down there I don't think I don't I seven hundred thousand. I think some hey, I think we have like seventy and like seven seven hundred, seventy oh yeah, seven hundred. Well it turns out that how many people went down to the border? How many truckers? Well, they're on their way. They're supposed to get there ah. a little bit later this week, but right now they're saying there's several dozen, <laughs> which is okay. a far cry from what their That's earlier starts. estimations were. Uh, uh-huh. but now there's this uh you might want to grab that tinfoil hat again because they're saying that People need to be careful going there because this could be a honeypot or a, a psyop um, operation oh, yeah. right. where you could the fre- Fed surrection is what they're referring to, which is January 6th, where they say that federal agents incited mm-hmm. the crowd to create violence so they could then put people in jail and, and, and catch them. So oh, okay. um, they're telling things like they're saying, well, bring some zip ties. Uh, because if anybody is investigating, uh, you can, you know, I guess, detain them. I mean, it's just right. very, very strange. I don't know if this is cover for the mm. organizers because it's not turning out the way it is, or it's actual fear from yeah. the truckers who think there might be something that's uh, that that might might be off. Yeah, I, listen, truckers are trying to make some money. They're driving trucks in order to move stuff around. I can't see them spending any time going down there, hanging out at the border. I know in Paris right now, the farmers are basically taking over, doing everything they possibly can to push back on restrictions. They've got the police out there. They've got great big concrete barriers to stop the farmers from rolling into Paris. So they're all moving in there and saying, okay, within three days, all of you are going to be starving because we're not bringing any food in. Um, so people will protest as they will. We saw what happened in Ottawa when truckers had a problem with um, their fine government there that were doing everything to stop truckers when it came to vaccination. So maybe they thought they could bring the same attention to the border. But right now there is a bill that Republicans say we should pass this thing. It's not good. 
Biden if he wanted to. He could do exactly what um, Biden, Trump had done that Biden did. Biden went in, took all of Trump's stuff and basically threw it all away and did the actual opposite. And that's why you have almost uh, 8.2 million people have come through. Come on into the United States, everybody. So the border story is still a giant story. The number one polling question Um uh, what are you most concerned about when voters were leaving in Iowa and in New Hampshire? The border was number one. And uh, I think right now they're trying to impeach, right? Mayorkas mm-hmm. might be impeached, which isn't the best move. The guy's a moron, but it's not going to do anything for you. Get him out of there. Somebody else will just sort of step in. Attention is also directed towards the president of the United States in his response to the attack there. Um, with Iran. This morning, says, President Biden's facing immense pressure, weighing his options to retaliate after Iran-backed militants killed three U.S. service members and wounded more than 40 others. The president's been crystal clear. We will respond decisively to any aggression. And we will hold responsible the people who attacked our troops. Biden Monday convening an urgent meeting with his national security team in the Situation Room. He's blaming radical Iran-backed militants for the attack and vowing to respond. But despite growing calls to strike Iran directly, a senior U.S. official tells ABC News Biden has deep misgivings, fearing a wider war. Not looking to escalate here. This attack over the weekend was escalatory. Make no mistake about it. And it requires a response. There's been 150 attacks from iran and their proxies 150 on the u.s since october 7th we have lost when the defense department was fast first asked about some of those attacks a couple of months ago oh yeah uh mm, eh, eh. they didn't really talk about it very much but now the news is drawing to the attention the last three servicemen that lost their lives plus the navy seals that lost their lives so they don't want to they don't want to they don't want to do too much Um, but just enough they don't want to escalate. Make no mistake about that. U.S. officials tell ABC News the attack came early Sunday morning at Tower 22, a remote U.S. outpost in the Jordanian desert. The Pentagon says the soldiers, many Army reservists from an engineering unit, were asleep in their beds when the strike hit. An explosives-laden drone bypassing U.S. air defenses. Officials telling ABC News initial reports indicate no one tried to shoot it down, mistakenly believing it was a U.S. surveillance drone. The attack killing 46-year-old Sergeant William Rivers, a 13-year veteran. 23-year-old specialist Brianna Moffitt, whose mother says always lit up a room. And 24-year-old specialist Kennedy Sanders, her family describing her as a young woman full of dreams. Always had a big smile, big heart. Young lady that had a lot of, a lot of dreams and goals. Now, the White House is being tight-lipped about how they may respond, but they have made it clear that this attack is fundamentally different, and so their response will be different, too. Secretary Blinken saying it's not likely to be just one show of force, saying it will be multi-leveled, come in stages, and be sustained over time. Hmm. I got an idea. Why don't you stop sending money to Iran? How about that? Why'd you give them $6 billion dollars? that was held in ransom why do you continue to allow them to sell oil why do you continue with this ridiculous program that you started in 2014 where you're going to work with iran and they weren't going to be able to um create more nuclear more uranium that it was all going to be they were doing this for nuclear power Uran, iran is a terrorist country and they spend the money that joe biden gives them 
to buy missiles and other weapons to kill Americans and to kill Jews. That's our money going to Iran so Iran can kill people. We have given them billions of dollars. We have allowed them to sell oil. We have taken off the restraints because of this ridiculous idea started in 2014 that somehow they were going to work with us. They were going to create these centrifuges, but they wouldn't spin enough uranium to create any nuclear weapons. And by the way, oh, we want to be able to ha- go in there and check some of these sites to make sure. They said, no, 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 no. We'll tell you which ones you can look at. Certain areas you're not allowed to look at. And if you do want to come in and look, you have to give us at least 48 hours or something. Notice that you want to come check these things out the entire uh canard is what it is that the biden administration put back in place that the trump administration took away iran is a terrorist country they want to get rid of israel and they would love to drag the united states into a war and they will continue to kill americans and we're going to do a precise sort of you know little pinpoint attack on these things they by the way said oh we've decided we're going to pull back for a little while (laughs) no kidding because they've done what they needed to do now it's go back in the u.s now the u.s has to hit the ball back over over the net and strike Iran. You should go in there and just stop the money, stop the flow of oil, close it down, put the sanctions back in place and squeeze those people, squeeze them hard so that hopefully some of the people rise up and push back on the leaders that are in charge. But no, we keep sending them money. We keep allowing them to sell oil because we've got this ridiculous idea that we can work with Iran. That's the problem. And apparently uh, one official said they're going to do deliberate strikes on facilities that enable these attacks because, of course, Iran has taken no responsibility for this. They say these people are working independently and uh, and they uh, deny that they've been funding them so they have their weapons to, to do the kind of destructive things that they're doing. Right, right. It, it is a tricky situation because if you – if not just Iran, but there are other players in this that if they see something that is – uh, truly violent against Iran, they could react as well. So it's very hard to know, you know, what what to do. I agree. I think uh, sanctions are the best thing. That t- get, take away their money. Yeah, lock it up, lock it up, and don't let them sell oil. Um, twelve thousand. Holy moly! UPS announces twelve thousand layoffs. Uh, this uh, comes from ABC. The stock um, UPS is doing it can to cut some of their expenses. So when we locked down the economy and everybody sat at home and then we sent them money so they wouldn't feel the pinch and then people spent the money or put the money in savings, but then they spent a lot of that money buying stuff on Amazon. Amazon loved the fact that the government locked everybody down, so we all sat at home for two years and bought stuff online and then UPS and FedEx would deliver the stuff to us and now they decided they have to cut 12,000 uh, of their workers because they just have a reduced amount of boxes to move from point A to point B. Yeah, they're mostly going to be management roles and contractors. Uh, mm-hmm. They think that if they can cut, make these cuts, they'll save about a billion dollars. Right. And then they'll join the other 35% of people that are being laid off. Most of the people that get laid off, this isn't UPS. These are other corporations across the United States. If you are working from home, and you're insistent working from home, it looks like the remote workers, 35% are more likely to be laid off than an employee coming in on a regular basis because you're just not there representing. And if they got to get rid of somebody, it's like, hey, whatever happened to Bob? Hey, he's working from home. Yeah, Right. Him. 
they uh, they find that when there's not a personal connection, it's a lot easier to let somebody go because it, you don't have that emotional pull. And so if somebody hasn't come into the office, eh, they don't they don't feel it as much, right? They don't sure. think it has very little it doesn't have a lot to do with productivity. It has to do with the fact that they are easier to fire than the people in the office. Hmm. Like if I knew that I was on the chopping block and I was going in there four times a week, I would come in with like a neck brace on or an arm, you know, big cast or a broken leg or just try to get some more sympathy or be in like an old wicker wheelchair. <laughs> Next, another interesting story that's in the news. <laughs> that would get some attention. What? Don't, neck brace don't get any, and old, old No, the wicker, wicker wheelchair. wheelchair. Yeah, don't get any batteries near it. It'll catch fire, and then you'll, you'll be in big trouble. <laughs> William Shatner's upset, Sherry. <clears throat> I know. Because the EU has decided that uh, the beginning of Star Trek... Get re- By the way, I should warn everybody. Trigger warning. I hope you're sitting down, or at least, like, you know... On all fours. Space. The final frontier. Get ready. These are voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new... And to have guys with the first with the red sweaters on be the first killed as they run out the little ramp in the beginning of all the... Uh, right? Aren't they the most expendable? Weren't they always the one getting shot, the guys with the red sweaters on in Star Trek? I, I've never seen Star Trek. <laughs> Civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Oh! Not anymore. No. Nope. No. No. The, uh... European Institute for Hold Gender on, Equality. Still sound effects. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Sorry, it's doing my George C.K. Oh my, oh my. Let me take my sweater off and then sword fight you. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, so the European Institute for Gender Equality. Uh, has said that they do not want to have that where no man has gone before uh, stay in there. They want to change it to boldly go where no one has gone before because they mm-hmm. say that is an example of situations where women may be subject subject to invisibility or omission and alternatives to use. So that's their alternative. So instead of to boldly go where no man has gone before, they want to remove it uh, the man part and have where no one has gone before. And William Shatner mm. yes. has reacted to this. Um, and he said, what did he say that he thinks it's ridiculous. And as soon as this kind of loads up, he says, um, <laughs> why start? Why start at Trek? Isn't it better to start at the beginning and redo foundation materials such as the Magna Carta, religious writings, works of Shakespeare, before worrying about a silly TV show opening that reflects social commentary of the time? If people are offended by six seconds of dialogue recorded in 1966 without a modicum of understanding of the social issues at the time, there's bigger, bigger issues that they need to deal with first like educating themselves. Ooh, wow. How many, there were women on board that thing, right? 
Yeah. Weren't there like three or four women that were in like, part of that thing? What's the gal's name? Sulu? Sulu? <laughs> Excuse me. He may be gay, but he's not a woman, yeah. Sherry. That's George Takei. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the Sulu sounded girly. Sulu. <laughs> oh, Sherry. You know what that is? That's Excellent. news to me. That's good news to me. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. That's George Takei. So, Sulu. Sorry, I, I, I'm not a science During the break, person. watch Sulu sword fight the other guy without the shirt on. And then come back and talk to me about George Takei. All right? Being a girl. Okay. Uh, okay. I, uh, I will do that right now. Get ready. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. I will. Well... Elon Musk announces that uh, they got the first person implanted with Neuralink. The success is there. ABC News has got the story. There's pros and cons to this. I'll go over the cons, the pros as well. Um, here's ABC to explain the success of... Elon Musk announcing that for the first time, his company Neuralink has implanted a brain chip in a human. Musk saying the person is recovering well. Initial results show promising neuron spike detection. Neuralink's goal is to help paralysis patients communicate by connecting their brain to a computer. The device is designed to interpret your neural activity so you can operate a computer or a smartphone by simply thinking. People paralyzed from stroke, from traumatic brain injury or a spinal cord injury could see the benefits. This would be a major game changer um, if it were to be proven to be safe and effective. The FDA approved Neuralink for human tests last May after years of testing on animals. Here's one electrode on one thread that when we stimulate clot causes a flexion movement of the leg. The company demonstrated the ability of its implants to stimulate movement. As you can see, Pager is amazingly good at mind pump. Allowing a monkey to play a video game. And what better reward for a monkey than a banana? Musk says the first human users will be people who've lost the use of their limbs. But speaking about the long term, he said, imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or auctioneer. That is the goal. I really do think that in my lifetime as a physician, I'll be able to use this type of technology to help my patients. And I cannot wait for that day to come. Neuralink's engineers aren't the only ones turning science fiction into reality. Researchers elsewhere helped this man, paralyzed in an accident, walk again thanks to implants in his brain and spine. And in August, this woman, who had lost her voice to paralysis, was able to have a conversation with her husband again thanks to a mind-controlled avatar. Do not make me laugh. Experts warn much more testing and research is needed before any kind of widespread use of these devices. <clears throat> oh, so the experts say. Okay, so obviously those are all the positives. You want to hear the negatives? Sure. People can read your mind, just like they could get in and read your emails, just like they could read everything. They could read what you're thinking. So just like you're having the ability to uh, have access to the Internet and all information simply by having this Neuralink as they advance it, you would, rather than search Google, you would be able to get all of this downloaded. You would have it all. So just like you would be able to receive and maintain and have this data in your brain, someone could come along and also get that same information from you. So in effect, think of it like people reading your mind, understanding what you're thinking, understanding what you've been reading, what you're thinking about, um, thoughts, 
would be available, no longer private to you, but public to whoever wants to get it from you. So then, of course, you can get into all the conspiracy theories. You can put your tin hat on this. The government would be able to read your mind. They would be able to control you. Information that they're giving to you that would not be the information that you would want. Plus, the other part, people say people would lose interest in real life. They would have this superpower of having this neural link, be able to just have everything at their disposal in their brain as opposed to having to go retrieve it. They say that would have an effect. And then last but not least, uh-oh, um, income inequality, that the super rich would get even richer because they would have these things in their brain that would allow them to, you know, succeed and to um, basically have more power and just more control over information because then the rich would have it, the poor would not, and they would succeed and they would, you know, there'd be more and more income inequality. There you go. Those are the negatives. Uh, the positives would be for someone that could walk again or could speak again. And I'm wondering if somebody who's uh, quadriplegic or you know in a wheelchair, if they would trade that potential risk for being able to walk or being able to, to lead a, a more mobile life. I would. I yeah. Think, go ahead. I mean... I, Read my brain. I don't care. But, you know, I can walk again. I'll take it. No, no, let's say that you have the ability to ambulate. Okay, Sherry, already. You're okay with other people having this as well. You don't have to prove a disability in order to be able to have this, like, superpower, this brain power to be able to, to have, like you, to do simple math on the radio <laughs> and not struggle with basic division, carrying remainders and things like that. You would be able to have this neural link implanted in your brain, and you could have all the information, whatever you wanted at any time, without having to Google it or type it. or any, And then you can also store it and hold it. They said it'll help when it comes to aging. You'll be able to recall memories faster. You'll have data faster at your fingertips. You'll have it all available to you, which is going to supercharge the brain. Um, I, I, I don't think we'll have to worry about that until we're in our bonus years. Because I can't uh -huh. imagine anybody allowing Elon Musk or anybody, you know, that's not, uh, I don't know, a scientist or whatever to, to put this thing. Do you know how it works? They have a, these, it's a computer chip and it's mm -hmm. attached to these tiny flexible threads. Yes. And that's put in by a robot that's like a sewing machine. Mm -hmm. So it takes out part of your skull and puts the, the, um, Puts it, it, it puts it into your brain, and the yes. robot does all the work. It takes less than thirty minutes. You can go home. I'm one. Where do you think the patient that he got is from? Do you think that's somebody in the United States or in another country? Because we are so litigious in the United States. I'm going to assume somebody volunteered. They signed a bunch of stuff saying that they weren't going to sue and they wanted to be the first, like uh, Barney Clark. I think Barney Clark was the guy. Was he the dentist or something from Pittsburgh, or was he from around here? He was the first guy that had the artificial heart. Check that one out. See, now if we had the yeah. Neuralink, we would know it, but I think his name was Barney yeah. Clark, and he was the guy that agreed to be able to, to attach himself to this gigantic artificial heart. He lived for a short period of time, but he saw it as a way, I will attach myself to this machine. I realize it'll extend my life just a little bit, but ultimately the sacrifice I make will be for others who will have a better understanding of how artificial hearts could work. 
So I'm going to assume it was somebody outside the United States. Just guessing. We talked about we this a couple of months ago when he was when he was calling for people to apply. And I think the one thing you had you had to be a quadriplegic. That was the physical requirement. And I don't recall if there were any you know geographical requirements. But yeah. So there's a little tiny electrode that goes in there. The thing that they were trying to overcome was the battery that would have enough life to it in order to be able to keep functioning. They've, they've worked that problem out. They're waiting for FDA approval on this. So good for Elon Musk. People say, oh, he tends to, you know, over-exaggerate the success of things. Listen, he's got to get people behind it. And, of course, he is somebody that is moving forward on all of these ideas and this is one that he's going to use to help change how human beings are able to live a better life. And if somebody has the ability to now walk or to be able to speak, why not? If it improves everybody's life. But eventually, it, when it becomes marketable for everyone, it will be one of these things where certain people have it and other people don't. And then that's going to be, oh, another problem. Because I think the, certain- the, other, yeah, the other question mm-hmm. is, will Elon Musk be the first person to get it? Well, somebody else already has it, right? No, I mean, somebody that doesn't have a disability. Um, so, yeah, that would like be good. Sick. Yeah, Elon if Musk, why it. not? If it's, if, it, you're, if it's safe and everything, then stick it in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a important thing for him to do to show everybody else that it's okay. Or not. Nope. <laughs> like Otis Elevators. When elevators were invented... Otis was the guy that invented them. The problem was it could go up, but then the, every once in a while the car would crash down and people were so afraid of these elevators. So Otis, when he went to the World's Fair, he did. The, he demonstrated that, look, I'm going to um, stand under it. He would do it a couple of times and they would cut the cord. And this giant elevator box would come flying down and they would have a break just ahead of him so that it would then you know, stop. And that's where Otis Elevators came from, as he demonstrated it at the World's Fair. And then he stopped doing it. Then he'd have a woman stand under there with a little parasol, like a little umbrella. And they would say, if you are, you know, likely to faint, faint or pass away, please don't watch. But the rest of you gather around. And then they would bring the giant elevator, would go up, and then they would, boom, the thing would come flying down. The lady would have a little parasol there, a little umbrella. What? I couldn't watch that. I'd be so nervous. For the poor person. Well, guess she didn't die. (laughs) Okay. 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 I hope she made some money. Every time I get in an elevator and I see Otis, if I'm in there with a bunch of strangers, you know the story about Otis elevators in the world? (laughs) And they're like pressing the button, like trying to get off. Getting off off on three. (laughs) Just getting off on three. Right. And that man's name was Otis. Uh, And now you know the rest of the story. All right, Sherry. Are you ready? I am ready. You think you can do this story, and I I doubted that you could get away. Yeah. Here's the headline. You got to clean it up a little bit. Uh, Australian man escapes jail for exposing his hmm at a hungry jack after he took super Viagra. So in order to do this story without getting in trouble, let's instead of using the hmm word, we'll just say um, yeah, his his uh, 
puppy dog. Let's make it every French bulldog. Uh, French bulldog. So he, instead of his body part, mm-hmm. just do it as, as if he's got a French bulldog with him. Go ahead. Okay. Everybody likes those. Okay. So <laughs> this man, which, yeah. which is a little bit funny because he's a farrier, which I think is somebody that does horseshoes from yes. Humpty Doo. Uh-huh. Um, okay. and, uh, <laughs> Excellent. That's good news to me. All right, all go fa- ahead. All facts, okay? So yes. this is a guy that decided he was going to take not just Viagra, but Super Viagra. And Super uh-huh. Viagra is something that can have an effect, let's say, for days, not just the four-hour minimum or the four-hour mm-hmm. maximum, but regular Viagra. This is for days. Uh-huh. So he takes the Super Viagra, and the French Bulldog is very excited, not, not going away. It's right. still still there. So he yeah. kind of panics a little bit because he's w- worried that he's done some damage. So yeah. he drives to get something to eat. He can't mm-hmm. wear pants anymore because the French it's, bulldog it's, is right. problematic. So he puts a towel over him and he goes up to the drive through and the 16 year old girl is the person at the drive through. She sees what that is. She panics. Uh-huh. She she gets hysterical. She don't like she don't like his French bulldog. Not it was not everybody's favorite thing to see at the, at the especially in a, in a in a restaurant. Yes, and yeah. he had he had draped a t- towel over it, but he says he was not trying to expose himself. That she just happened to see it, and the judge let him off on what they call a good behavior bond, and the judge believed him and warned him, "Please don't ever take the super Viagra again." Ding dong. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> French bulldogs are better at hungry jacks. The paper thundered to the front page headline describing Richardson's action as a whopper fallacy. It generated a vibrant debate in talkback radio, uh, describing Richardson's explanations of load of poppycock. Uh, the magistrate, the minister tumbled to the greatest line. But so it's not true. It is true. It is true. It happened. Yes. Why would anybody take something like that that lasts days? Like, what do you, huh? Uh, well, he had a big, he had a, a, a kind of a big party, and there were several women involved, so he had a lot of um, business. So he wasn't taking any chances. Yeah, go that back. Medicine to medicine would fail. Go back to elementary school and just carry your books in front of you. You try that move. What are you eating? Um, how'd you see that? Well, you're on camera, first of all. <laughs> that helps a little. Hi, I'm John Curley for Dried Mango. <laughs> <laughs> Dried Mango. That's a delicious. You want to get something lodged in your teeth. Oh. Like that. Dried Mango, the way to go. There's a little something. Just keep kind of keep going there. Okay, let's see. Don't. 